Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. We got a content-filled episode for y'all as the guys get going on the Too Soon series for the NFL with a segment called In and Out and an AFC Power Ranking. And of course, the NBA playoffs got us asking the NBA gods how and why in this week's recap. So sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, Jalen, it is a lovely Monday evening here. The thick part of the uh, NBA playoffs are in full swing. Second round getting getting real scrappy uh, in some places. Tough time somewhere. Um, you know how it goes. How are you doing tonight, sir? Pretty good. Doing pretty good, um, as always. We got uh got the games going on in the background. Uh, we got, let's see, the Knicks versus the Heat going into the half. Knicks down. So obviously, who knows how this game will end or what what you will react to as the person by the time we get this out. Who knows? The series could be over. But uh, besides that, it's actually <laughs> oh, a beautiful day over here in the Rocky Mountains. So <laughs> here we are. There you go. That's a good take. Good start. The series hopefully won't be over by the time we get this out because the Heat still have to win two more games. But it ain't looking too good for the Knicks. Um, so, yeah. I guess we can just start there real quickly. We don't have to spend a ton of time on this series because, like we said, it's – I mean, you watched the Nuggets and the Suns game last night. These two, they're like completely different game. It's like a different sport that the Heat and Knicks are playing almost. Like it's quite a different style of basketball. The Heat and Knicks, it's just physical, defense, scrappy. Whichever one wins can be a big underdog to whoever wins Boston, Philly. Um, but – the Knicks are fighting in this one, which is good. Randall's actually playing well. He's got 12 at the half, but um, I think they're cooked, man. I don't think the Knicks are going to pull this one out, which feels bad for them, but I don't. I think they're toast. Yeah, it does feel bad, but I'm also uh, pretty glad that uh, that I got – I cleared off the blue and orange skies. And when I did, because like I said, I looked around and I saw the ship sinking near me, and – I'm just glad, you know, we're just glad that we got out of there at the right time. Last time I said, I'm still on the ship, but this time we're mid and mid game. We're going to jump off. I, I think it's safe for me to say mid game. We're going to jump off this one. Probably already jumped off before this game, actually. So <laughs> it's uh, they're in this game. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was fun while it lasted. But that's uh, that's it, you know. That's all she wrote, probably. Now they're going to have to go back to the drawing board. They got a round two ceiling. It's okay. <laughs> they, still who knows? I mean, that might be that might be all they got. You know, you might be right. That's the worst part about it. Yeah, but now, like, I know everyone, I'll say the biggest positive to me for the Dicks is, like, obviously, like, everyone always laughs about how they never get the big free agents or anything ever. They always say they're going to, and they never do, which is true. Um, but like before that, that's because that was just always their plan was like, let's just try to get whichever star, whoever we can. This time they actually like have built a solid team. 
Um, and they didn't want to sell the farm for Mitchell. They ended up cooking the calves, so that at least worked out for year one. Um, I mean, I think they're in a good spot overall, but yeah, they just they just don't have enough. And Miami Spolstra, like, is just carving up Tibbs. Poor guy. Yeah, it's, I wish uh, I wish uh, I wish there is a list that we could have referenced. You know, <laughs> a list that told us how confident we can be in these coaches going into the playoff series, early into the playoffs. I wish there was a list, but <laughs> it's great. Uh, mostly, yeah. Africa. It was a great list. It was a great list. It's starting to come into fruition a lot, actually, right now. For the most part, yeah. I mean, who knows how great of a coach Darvin Ham is, but we'll it's test that theory long. one day. We'll test that theory when the day comes. This is a big one Which for Darvin. As I say, this is a big night for Darvin Ham. They, of course, don't start till 10, but Warriors down 2-1 yeah. in L.A. If the Lakers win this one, if the Lakers go to the championship – that is just not going to be fun, but I can really see it happening at this point if the Warriors don't get them tonight. Hmm. I don't think really, this... really, uh, really losing hope in your team, huh? No, I mean I still think the Nuggets can beat them, but like the Nuggets are just in a dogfight now. Ah, uh, they really missed the opportunity last night, but the Me Lakers. Too. I mean, I still think the Nuggets can beat them. I'm not losing faith, but. I mean, I do can also see the Lakers winning the championship at this point, which just sucks to see. <laughs> it definitely could happen, though, if eighties keeps doing is healthy. It would suck to see, honestly. I mean, I used to always rave about seeing fellow Wolves getting their rings. I don't know if I could see them getting it with LeBron. I don't know how that – I don't know if that sits well with me. <laughs> L.A. Wolves actually coming into fruition and them actually winning a ring. I, I can't. I, I I can't let that go into actual existence. I hate that it's actually coming, coming alive. You know, but um, yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, this it stinks that we're we're having to talk about them in this championship uh, talk. But obviously, there's a lot of people out there that are excited. So, I mean, tonight we just have to pretty much see can AD play consistently. That's why everyone's been asking. <laughs> And that's so whack to really say, you know, it's like really, but it's hard for the Warriors to match them. But I mean, teams down the road should match up better than the Lakers have faced, you know? Yeah. So I feel like the competition is just going to get harder after this, especially for AD. Yeah, no, that's true. Like the road it is, and the longer they go too, like that is more wear and tear on LeBron and AD who are older. LeBron's injured. AD obviously is AD. So that's a fair point you make. Um, this is a big, yeah, like we said, this is a huge moment tonight for the Warriors, too. If the Warriors lose tonight, this is the end, probably, at least for Draymond. Because I don't think Draymond's going to be on the team next year. Well, I mean, who knows what their answer is going to be for all of this? You know, they don't really have a big man as an answer. So. It's going to be interesting what they do in this offseason for the Warriors uh, when their obvious weakness is now being just thrown at their face in this playoff series. Um, but at the same time, it's hard that you can't count them out. You know, it's hard to count them out. We got you got, you know, a couple an hour and a half or so until you even get to see this game. So, yeah, we can't have yet to even count them out. That's true. 
you know, the Warriors, like, they're never fully dead until they're actually dead. So you, maybe you, after the third quarter. Yeah. You can survive the third quarter, and we'll see. The Lakers have not lost a home game yet in the playoffs, but we'll see uh, if they can keep that up tonight. I mean, yeah, that's going to be a must watch game, I think, unless it turns into a blowout like the last two. But. <laughs> I doubt it. I feel like yeah. this would be a good close game, probably. The Warriors not gonna go down easy. But I do kind of I mean, think the Lakers are better. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, it's just because they're more they got the more well rounded team in just the aspect of things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got position play they got guys in every position when when like I said, Warriors just are consistently playing small ball. And you have Draymond playing A D. It's not really the best matchup and Looney and all, all them aren't that big either. So compared to 80, may I add. So it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see. Like like I said, for me it's gonna be seeing how the Warriors tackle the whole, whole center problem. Yeah. Going forward, whether they win this game or lose it, they gotta go, they have to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. Because even if they, I mean, if they won this series, very possible you'd play Jokic in the next round and have the same exact problem as they're having right now. So, yeah, yeah, man, it is going to be interesting to see what the Warriors do like this summer, too, as you kind of hinted at there. Like, I really don't know what their team's going to look like next year. Steph will obviously be there. Clay will be there. They're kind of stuck with Jordan Poole. I don't think anyone's going to be calling them up to try to trade for Jordan Poole after this year. Maybe maybe someone will just because of the shot-making ability. But the, they're kind of in a very weird spot going forward. They are in a weird spot. And, you know, Jordan Poole just struggled for a little bit. Who knows how he may bounce back next season. I don't think they would, you know, trade him off and ship him out that quickly. But – Especially after you know they just won the fact after the fact they just want a ring a ring, so yeah, um, there you go. A little Warriors Lakers talk for you, Colby. Just to blow off some steam. I know you're a little concerned about the Lakers. <laughs> Any more concerns you got going forward though? Maybe I can you know maybe find a way to talk you out of them. <laughs> Possible. We'll see. You know that was a good. I feel like that was a pretty good Lakers Warriors discussion. Um, excited for that one tonight. Um. Yeah. Okay, so I guess let's get into then the other. So now the series that are 2-2, we can save the Nuggets for last. Um, Philly, man, Boston had that game. That game was crazy. Philly was up the whole time. Then Boston took over. And they had in the fourth, and Philly came back. That was nuts. Harden has literally been also doing the same thing as AD, but even more dramatic, where he's just incredible all-time first game two horrendous games in games two and three and then bounces back with another all-time game it's his second game winning three of the series and they tie it that game was awesome that was such a fun game to watch at the end yeah it was a good game it was an amazing game to watch that was one that i'm glad that i was able to catch because like you said just a crazy ending to the game um Overtime too. That was the crazy thing. Marcus Smart getting the ball in both the fourth quarter yeah. and the <laughs> overtime. Interesting. Uh Joe Mazzula, he's out there not Have calling the timeouts when yeah. he had two of them. <laughs> Interesting. And then here we go. The best part, and this I'm 
I think this is where I found I heard this on ESPN and they said uh Marcus Smart commented on Joe Mazzillo's coaching as random. And it's just like, is that what they were really doing there? Were they just playing street ball to see who gets open at the last play of the game instead of just calling a timeout and drawing in a playoff? So and it, it just brings back, you know, back to that incredible, very, very incredible list that I hope people were able to find. Um that confidence list, man. Joe Mazzulla, there's still some questions, man, that always have to bring in for his confidence. Yeah, no, Joe Mazzulla is a major concern that he just hates calling timeouts. I was going to say, it really, that game was literally, and this series has just been the epitome of, like, what the Celtics are. Because they're so deep and they have so much talent. And some games, they're just going to run you off the floor if you don't bring it. Um and in that terms, I do feel like they are the best team in basketball in a lot of ways. But again, like the big concern is just like in these close games late, they don't they do not execute like in the biggest moments at the end of games. It's like a recurring thing. Getting Marcus shot taking, like you said, Marcus Smart taking both the game winning shots. Um, how do you have that happen? We have Brown and Tatum. Why is Marcus Smart? the guy who's getting those looks and you don't even get the shot off in overtime, even though he made it, but just didn't get the shot off. Like Jason Tatum, that was the worst end of game play I have seen in a playoff game. Maybe ever, at least recently. I mean, my God, he started dribbling. Jason Tatum started dribbling with like, he got the ball with like 20, 18 seconds left in the game. And he didn't even start the play basically till like six seconds. It didn't, it doesn't get to pass off. That was on to me. That was really on Tatum. The last possession. That was bad. Like, what? He, why did he do that? That's tough. Um, sorry, that was a mini rant. But like, I'm not even a Celtics guy or anything. But that was just bizarre ending. No, that that is the big thing. And uh, bigger question, man. What is going on with Jalen? You know, like you said, what's going on with Jalen? He didn't take any shots in the OT. I think, or do, like, what's going on there? I think it is like there's the weird vibes, obviously. There have been the articles about him potentially wanting out because the trade rumors for KD. There's the Supermax potentially looming if he gets all NBA. Um, but, yeah, it's. I think it's part of the same issue where I don't want to put it all on Missoula because I think part of it is just like who Tatum and Brown and Smart are. Like Smart is just like such a big aggressive personality. But, like, the fact that he's like deferring in these games, but like in the games that they – two and three that they won one very comfortably the second one fairly comfortably like in those games Jalen brown is like dominant when they're rolling but like yeah in these tight games late he's like too passive they don't get him the ball um it really is bizarre and that's the real concerns like i don't know if, that's why i don't think boston will beat a western team because of this kind of stuff i could be wrong on that obviously but depends on what western team goes up against him i think i think it yeah. depends on what team goes up against him I think it's very conditional for both these, for both, for pretty much any Easter team. What, but maybe the Heat. Besides the Heat, they're going to play every team the same. So, I mean, Colby. Now that we actually covered both of them, I can give you my random take. Do you think we're going to get a bubble rematch? Heat Lakers. Yeah. No. Eight in the seven seed. Oh. I do not think so. The time for us to swallow all the takes that we had about the bubble and how I, it was fraudulent. I, I mean, you love the bubble. You, you exactly. Thought the bubble <laughs> no amazing. worries about the bubble, man. Um, no, I just don't think the Heat will make it. I mean, as incredible as they've been and as incredible as Spo and Jimmy are, 
at some point they just are not going to have enough talent to win. Like it's not, that's the thing. Like I think, I think they have a good chance actually against Boston or Philly, maybe, but I just don't think so because of the talent disparity. Maybe Boston, the Missoula Spo mismatch would be so bad that Miami would just beat them. And Doc has had some bad playoff moments. But both Philly and Boston are so much more talented overall than Miami. So that's why I just don't think he will be there. I could be wrong. We could be watching the most craziest Cinderella story in NBA history. It would be, literally. We're going to doubt it all the way through. But uh, just because it's the heat. And then, obviously, I'm I'm always going to question heat culture. I'll give it a hard time. It's there. I know it's there. I respect it now. Don't get me don't get me wrong, but just always have to question how far you can go with just heat culture, man. You always have to question how far you can go. But right now, it's getting the job done against you know the Knicks, which I'm glad that it is. And really, that this has really been a true testament to what the Heat are all about. So I'm excited to see the Heat are going to be a test for one of these two teams. I think they're going to be a good oh, test. And uh, if they – that's what I'm saying. Like, the Heat, man, they have a chance. Like, if these teams are coming out with their best, like the Sixers have not consistently came out with their best. Obvious reasons, though. No Joel. Then you got to figure – then you plug them back in. Then you got to figure it out. Then you go back home. Uh, that, that one was a big stinker of losing at home. But you win the back bounce back game, see how you do tomorrow, right? They play tomorrow? Yes, they play tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. that's Philly's very lucky to not be down three one right now. So yeah, that was a huge win for them. Yeah, and but I'm just like I was saying though, the Heat they're gonna they're gonna bring their A game every game. They're gonna punch you in the mouth every game. You're gonna get you're gonna get the consistent play. Downtown, the bench oh. once again a factor. Oh, you see that last episode. Oh, from that last episode, um, you can hear that I have finally probably put on the white shirt. It's not there yet. The white shirt that says, like, that white playoff heat or whatever it is, it's not there yet. It's just laying on the lap, and I'm just it's staring at me in the, in my soul. So it's uh, the heat, man. They're, they're bringing it into existence. They're, they're definitely bringing it into existence, and I've wanted to give them their <laughs> flowers because they're playing one of these two teams. From The way it looks, I mean – Third quarter is literally about a tip off here. So from the way it looks, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that take. And yeah. Sorry about that. I had an audio uh, spazzing out on me there. But yeah, no, I agree with you. The Heat are gonna be a very, very tough opponent for the Eastern Conference. Uh opponent in the conference finals. And yeah, man, it is like they do have all the momentum, and you are right about all of that. Like that part of it does always give them a chance. So maybe I am underselling them a little bit. What if they lost on purpose? They just didn't want to play the Celtics right away. <laughs> to the, to a, they were the first team to take advantage of the play-in. First team yeah. to take advantage of the play-in. Loses on good, purpose. Pretty good spin zone right there. <laughs> that would be wild that they would Jimmy Butler. The good. only thing is, though, I the biggest reason, the other reason I also doubt the Heat is because as awesome as that Buck series were, and they do deserve a ton of credit, obviously, if Giannis didn't miss those two games, I still don't think they would have won because that completely changed the momentum and everything in the series. Now, Giannis was out there the last two, and they beat them both times. 
So they obviously deserve credit for that. But I don't know. I still just feel like it would have been a little different if Giannis didn't go down. Um, but man, yeah, the Heat have been so impressive. But if superstar RJ Barrett gets cooking in the uh, in the second half of this game and reaches his full potential, the Knicks might not be dead. That's a pretty good start, Knicks. There we go. Okay. Having said all that about Miami, I would still much rather see the Knicks in the conference finals just because of the New York and the Knicks of it all. It would be so funny. It would be funny. It would be delusional. Um, I'd be a, I'd be salty. I wouldn't lie. I would be very salty if they made it to the conference finals after I abandoned ship. But at the end of the day, see it. <laughs> at the end of the day, man, I got to stick with this take now that I've already abandoned the other one. So... We believe in the Heat now. We have to believe in them to pull through. It's strong of a, you know. See, look, there you go. These are the Knicks I know right here. Yeah, no, I still think they're going to win. I was just kind of saying that. Oh, but... all right, they're coming out cold. All right, both teams cold. That's where we're starting with. No, nah, look, um, you can't guard oh, RJ Barrett. No one on the planet can guard RJ. Colby, Barrett. Colby, Colby, come on. <laughs> it's time to transition. Let's go back to the West. Okay. <laughs> right, it's time to talk about. It's a heartbreaker. It is a heartbreaker. That was a. Sorry. I mean, that was a great game. Even though I was obviously a nervous wreck and was like bummed the Nuggets lost, it was still so fun to watch. That game was awesome. The the Nuggets really, I thought they were going to get one of those. I really did think they'd get one of those in Phoenix. It feels bad that they didn't, and now it's just a best of three. I mean, Booker was unreal in both the games. So was Durant. Booker's had his greatest shooting, two-game shooting stretch in playoff history. He's like 70% in both these games. Uh, this is insane. Um, you're just getting think... hype over RJ Barrett right now. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking around about RJ Barrett. I, I like him, he's a decent player, but yeah, um, that was a rough one. Jokic was incredible. Jokic was the best player on the court. Uh, he Booker and Durant were both going crazy, and Jokic Murray was really good too. But Jokic, they screwed up the last possession, but he had what 53. And like 10 assists, he was just insane. He's had his best series of his career. He was exhausted. And so dominant. Carried the team on his back. It was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> needed help. Where was it, Colby? Where was the help? Maul helped him a little bit, but yeah. That's a good question. They yeah. just ran the two-man game for like the entire second half, it seemed yeah. like. Jokic was doing whatever he wanted all game long, but he did not have enough help. The more concerning thing to me is the defense. Michael Porter Jr., he had a few shots. I still think he'll be better at home. Same with Aaron Gordon. And, like, KCP, Bruce Brown, and those guys. Like, I think they'll have more shots at home because they did the first two games. But, yeah, that was unfortunate. The thing that can't happen is Landry Shannon can't have 17 points. I mean, as, mu- as much as about the Stars, that all ultimately was, like, the biggest difference was Landry Shamit for their bench. Hit some big threes late in the game. So... That's what's going to come down to. I still trust the Nuggets' role players more. I still think the Nuggets hope. I still think they'll win the series, but I'd be lying to you say if I said I wasn't a little bit nervous that they didn't get one of those two in Phoenix. Now it becomes a much scarier situation, especially with how Booker and Durant are shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without Booker and Durant, hey, Colby, it's you're going. You got two games back at home. Mm-hmm. Think positive here. What is the positive things that you can take from this series? You I got mean, your bench going back home. They played well at home. They obviously did not play well on the road. So yeah. now you just have to assume now your bench has to show up now on the, at home. Yeah. 
No, they all have been – were the best home team all year and were barely below, just below 500 on the road this year. So they're far better at home. Um, they should win still, but, man, I would – you could have ended the series tomorrow night had you just gotten that one. Um, yeah. And Jokic and the owner was hilarious. Yeah, and that's the – and obviously I, that's the thing I hate that everyone's talking about for this series. It's all debug going off. And then Jokic like getting into this little, not even really of a scuffle. It's just, you know, a mishap, I guess you can say, because he got fined for it. That was it. And he got a tech, which kind of stings because don't forget those techs are going to stick around, Colby. That tech's going to bite him one day. That's true. He can't get any more techs. <laughs> so, or else he will officially lose him for a game no matter what. Yeah. So he's got to get a few more, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like he's on a Draymond level or a Draymond yeah. rate of getting texts right now. <laughs> so, but I mean, my thing is, it's just like, I, like we always emphasize the bench and everything because of the playoffs and everything, especially when you're talking about the Suns. And I feel like we've talked about the bench game for everyone. Like that the Sun, like we talked about it for the Clippers games. We talked about it now for this one. Suns, man, they actually, their bench actually decided to show up. And the interesting take that I got this morning was, is it because CP3 is not playing, Colby? And now they get to use just all their fresh young players and... Well... Um, or is it Jake Lockdale just locking down Jokic? At whenever down. <laughs> at even day, locking down. Those 50 points, we're just going to blame on Aiton. So we're going to say Jake Lockdale. Yeah, I will say it is crazy that they like would rather have Lockdale on the floor than Aiton at the end of games. So, like how far Aiton has fallen. He played better yeah. in this game too, but down the stretch, just could not have him out there. Could not. Yeah, and I, I honestly, at first, I was thinking the same thing, Colby. I was like, man, this is wild. They're really playing this dude named Lockdale. And next thing I know, he he was actually playing good minutes, and I was like. Wow, this is wild. This dude, Lockdale's actually putting up better minutes than Aiton. I was like, what's going on here? And I was also thinking about it like when the Nuggets or when Phoenix swept the Nuggets, what was that, two years ago when they didn't have Jamal Murray and they, Phoenix made it to the finals that year? Um, like Aiton was really good in that series. Like Jokic still got his, but like Aiton, like at least put up a fight defensively and like Aiton was getting his on offense. And now it's just like, is just getting killed out there. They don't even want him out there, which is why. Yeah, and now, remember, we talked about before the season started, the whole Aiton drama to begin with and how he's coming back. But now it's going to be another offseason and more drama. Our team's going to be – I wonder how teams are going to be – how antsy teams are going to be to get him. You know, what kind of market he's got. So that's where I'm at when it comes to DeAndre Aiton right now. Yeah, is like you you pouting in the playoffs right now because he's not speaking to the media when Lockdale took most some minutes from him. I, I, it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, that's true. They just signed him to the contract, but I would imagine he still has at least somewhat of a market. Like he still could be a good player. You could argue maybe it's just gotten toxic for him in Phoenix. I don't know. It's weird that how he's kind of declined from where he was or the year they made the finals. Um, Because if they got what he was, if he was playing like that now, they would easily be, like, winning this series probably. And, like, the favorite, probably the favorites to win the title 
if he was playing as well as he was then, but like he's just kind of declined, which is weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I would if I was them, I would trade him for like a couple for what like two role players, like just like bench guys who can at least play. I would do yeah, that. Yeah, get guys <laughs> almost like Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Somehow somehow swindle the net. Like, even doesn't even have to be that good. Even like Someone like, I mean, just because I'm on the Nuggets, like Bruce Brown level, or like, um, I don't know, someone like one of these Nas guys. Reed. I am Nas Reed, yeah, or like, like Brogdon is pretty good, but like Derek Knight or or Grant Williams or like anyone like that, just like a, a solid bench guy, couple of them. That's what they need. I would cry, by the way, folks, if uh, we traded Nas Reed. For DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, we'll just get another center. Get all yeah. team, all team of centers. <laughs> I'd just be so disappointed. I'd just be like, why? Why are we still doing this? Why are we? Why? Who is the owner? Should not even be allowed to own this anymore. Who's approving of these moves? Cat like, playing the three. <laughs> it's playing out on the perimeter. Cat would play the three. Yep. That, that that just sounds like a great formula to basketball. All team. Hey, no one's trying it. It's Synergy. crazy. It's just that's what we're call it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All it's right. Painful. It's painful <laughs> to think about because it could actually happen due to their just pure stupidity. Yeah, it's tough, tough times. But we'll we'll talk plenty about that uh, in the summer. So all right, Jalen. That is the NBA playoffs. We'll see what happens with this next heat game. Anything else on the NBA before we crank out these NFL segments here? Should be some fun stuff. Uh, no, really. I was about to say we pretty much covered a good chunk here in the NBA. You know, the the series, I'm glad that we got to talk about the Nuggets losing the grip on the home court advantage, but still got it. Still yeah. not like, you know, you lost it, but That's just made it interesting again. And uh, we got the Warriors-Lakers later, so we can't really talk about it too much right now. That's obviously going to be the series that everyone's talking about. But, uh, yeah, I think it's time to go ahead and go. Oh, I like our, how you're already tra- transitioning over <laughs> to the NFL. That's beautiful. I still got the stream going, so we'll see. If no, they... I'm all here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. All right. So, yes, we got just a couple quick segments. No real crazy news in the NFL. Um the major no crazy news. Other than Jim Irsay yelling at the commanders for no crazy news. That's not the crazy news, Colby. What's the crazy news? Thursday, we got the best news of all time, or at least on this podcast. Crazy news. Yes. For this podcast, it's big news. We got the schedule release, folks, coming out on Thursday. This is going to be a great time. We get to finally see. We get to finally make official predictions coming soon, dude. This is. It's almost time for us to get our. Uh, I guess you can say our final takes out or before our too soon takes, I guess you can say. I think this is the perfect time for us to get our too early takes out. All right. I like it's that. not a hot or not moment for sure. I think that will come later on before the around preseason, but yeah. Okay. You know, this is going to be, this is obviously the NFL is king. It's so fascinating. Can't wait to see some of these storylines uh, going into the season. And uh, we'll obviously be so excited to have it back. So many intriguing teams. Yeah. So what do you want to start with? You want to start with your AFC power rankings or our little uh, other other little game we got, the uh, in or out game? 
Let us play uh, in or out. Okay. Wait into the power rankings after. I like that. So this is a pretty simple game. We'll just kind of go back and forth, pitching them to each other. Um, we'll just say it's very simple. Just are you in or out on – it can be a player, coach, team, any, anyone. It could be one guy. It could be a whole team. Any way you want to go with it. That sounds interesting, Colby. Uh, this is the reason why I liked it when you pitched it to me before. I, I feel like this is can, this can get fun. All right. So I like it. All right. You ready? You want me to go first? I'll toss you one and we can go. Yeah, go ahead and toss me one. All right. All right, Jalen. I want to start with aforementioned the Washington Commanders. Um, are you in or out on the Washington Commanders being able to be actually competitive and make noise in the NFC with Sam Howe? They kind of have the tough division now in the NFC with the Giants looking stable and Philly as good as they are. Are you in or out on the Commanders this year? Let's say that I'm still in, despite all the drama that some people may think they still are going on around their organization. I mean, I like the move of getting a defensive player because Ron is still in charge. Um, I even like, I kind of even like the move of Chase Young, you know, not extending, not getting his fifth year. You know, I think uh, I kind of like it just because, you know, the injury, just because of the history of the player. So even though he's a big time guy, I'm a little, I, I am still in. And uh, the fact that the the commanders stuck with their choice, they stuck with their take the entire off season of Sam Howe being at the helm of this team come next season. All right. I like that. I would be out on the commanders just because I like a lot of their pieces. I like they're about to have a new owner. Um, and I do think Hal was interesting. I thought he was okay as a prospect. I didn't love him. I was surprised he didn't go till the fifth round. Um, so I'm interested to see what he can do, but I don't have a ton of faith in him. And it's more just because, like I said, that division is tough, man. I don't see them being better than any of the teams in their division. It's the only thing. Um, even if Hal is pretty good. The NFC is going to be chaotic. I never have a great feel for the commanders, but I'm kind of out on them slightly. But I like a lot of their pieces. All right, Jalen. So, yeah, that was the first in or out. Uh, you got one for me? Or you want me to keep rolling them out? All right, I got one. I got one, I think, ready to roll. You just had the little ESPN website out, and smack dab center of it was Anthony Richardson. He has been pretty much the hot topic of everything after the draft. Colby, are you in or out on the Anthony Richardson hype and the Colts' success early? Definitely out on early. I'm going to say out overall. I like Anthony. I love the upside. I totally understand it. Um, he is a special athlete. But the accuracy stuff, I don't know, man. It's too – I couldn't do it, like I said. So I'm a little bit out on him. I think it's – I think he, his upside, yes, is higher than Will Levis. The fact that he went four and Will Levis went 33, I think is crazy because I don't think – I think Will Levis will be better than him this year if they both play. Um, I – I'm out on I'm out on the hype. I, I I may be wrong. I think the Colts might be the worst team next year. I think they're gonna be pretty bad. I'm right there with you, Colby. I am out not only early early, but without a doubt. I'm out without a doubt. Ooh, um, okay. I like that. Yeah, and there um there's no question about it and everything. I think the Colts team, they're gonna struggle a little bit. They got some decent players around them, and you got Jonathan Taylor, sure, but it's it's going to be a long uphill battle and everything. 
And I wouldn't mind being proved wrong, but AFC, you're telling me that he has to succeed in an AFC just stacked with quarterbacks. The odds are against him, man. And for a rookie quarterback to go up against that type of quarterback group, it's just going to be odds are against him, simply put. No, I think you're right about that. All right, we're in agreement on that one. All right, Jalen, I got another one for you here. Um, all right, this we're going to go with a coach this time. And this coach has got more on him as far as eyes and pressure now than arguably any coach. Are you in or out on Robert Sala, that coach of the Jets? I am in. I'm still in. Oh, and I, I probably will be until they kick him out. Um, I th- I'm a defensive kind of guy, and I think it's interesting that he decided to go with the route of getting Hackett, changing the offensive coordinators, which I'm glad he did because the offense was bad, um, despite whoever quarterback was. It was still bad. Um, yeah. And just – and just, you know, bringing in Hackett just to see what you got. And you got Rodgers. So you're pretty much just taking care of one side of the ball. And you're an expert on the other, you know. So I'm definitely in on Salah. He's putting a lot of trust in the two guys on off, the two big names on offense. But, and hey, I'm I'll, I'll, if he's trusting them, I guess you got to trust it too if you're a Jets fan. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm also in on Robert Sala. I thought he was excellent last year. He had yes, they had some some in-game gaps here and there, but overall he's doing a great job. Um I, I totally agree with you. I like that he's kind of just like, look, Nat Hackett, Aaron Rodgers, y'all just run your offense. You control that, and I'll just coach up this defense to be really good. They got him Will McDonald. They got players on their defense. I don't know what the Jets I don't fully believe in the Jets as much as some people overall, but I do like Salah. So I, I think He's a good coach. I like him as well. Okay. Yeah. Glad that we're on the same boat. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. I got one. Ready? Yeah. We got sticking. And since you went coach, I'm going to go coach as well. We're going to take it to the NFC. We're going Arthur Smith. Hey, the Falcons getting a chance of and a lot of light this offseason. Um, can Arthur Smith handle? the attention and claim the NFC South to Colby. Do you believe in Arthur Smith? Are you in or out? I'm in. I do believe in Arthur Smith. I thought he won seven games last year with the corpse of Mariota and a raw, not quite ready to go Desmond Ritter. Uh, the fact that they stole some of the games that they did and how well and tough they played early, I really just think, and he may not be, the top like level head coach overall but i do just think like his scheme is really good like his offense is just like is very creative for now the passing is limited and he'll need to open that up but hopefully ritter can do that and you can remember you have kyle pitts but outside of that like his run schemes are super creative they work really well they have weird the falcons had some a weird running back room with tyler algier was nice cordell patterson and they carved some people up on the ground last year um there's some question marks, but overall, I like Arthur Smith a lot. So I'm in on Arthur Smith still. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the running back room being weird. And now you got your star guy if you're Arthur Smith. So he probably is so excited. Um, hopefully he does figure something out with that pass game. Because, yeah, I'm with you, Colby. That's the only concern that I have with him. It's the only concern. But uh, I'm sticking with him. I'll, st- I'll still be sticking with Arthur Smith probably for the most of the next season. All right. I like that. 
All right, my turn. Um, hmm, okay. Let's see here. We'll do a couple more of these, and then we'll hit the power rankings. Um, all right, I guess I'll go back to player. Um, and let's let's think. Something fun here. All right, Jalen. Um, this guy. I know you and I have kind of felt the same way about him at times. Are you in or out on Gino next year? Because he does have some real pieces, though, is the only thing. I don't – well, I'll let you go. Are you in or out on Gino? It's funny you said it, Colby. It's because I wrote Gino Smith down as the next person <laughs> I was going to ask you to. So, Colby, uh... no. I, I, I don't know. No. I, I still don't. I'm sorry. I'm still out. This team around him is so good, though. I think the team that they're building around him is getting really good. Um, I just don't know if he's going to live up to the expectations and the hype. Uh, I'm I'm too burned from the history. There's <laughs> such a and just like he he had flashes of those moments in his playoff game too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm going to stick without just because I feel like it's safer for me getting burned. I've actually, I agree with most of what you've said, but I actually think I'm more in on Gino now, just because the more I think about it, I just feel like, I don't think, I don't believe in him a ton. Like I still think they're going to eventually need to replace him to like be back to like being a true, true contender. But like, man, in the NFC, like, I just feel like Seattle at this point has earned the benefit of the doubt as an organization that like they know what they're doing. I crapped on them a lot at the end of the Russell Wilson years. I thought they were going to be awful last year, but in two drafts, they've literally like reloaded their team. They're now have like one of the better rosters in the conference after like a complete teardown, literally just not even two years ago. They've already rebuilt their roster almost completely. Like he just has so much around him. I look around his division like San Francisco, yes, they're a juggernaut, but their quarterback situation is in flux because of Purdy's elbow. The Rams, I don't know. And and Arizona's going to be horrible. So, like, when I just look at around him, and I, Pete Carroll, I think, has earned a ton of respect from me last year. I had my questions about him, but he's clearly a great coach. Um, so I just have so much faith in what's around him that I am actually think I'm becoming a little bit more in. Yeah, I, I know the team is sweet around him. I know it's getting better, but I just don't – I don't know, man. I still question the guy that's going to be running the show, which is going to be Gino at the end of the day. You're right. I mean, I do as well. It's a tough one. All right. It yeah. is a tough one. That is a good one, Colby. That's why I had it written down as well. You got another one? I got one more. I'm going to do one more. Mm. Um. If you have one more, I'll have one more just to poke fun at you. Can you scroll through right here on the right side? No, up, up, oh, up. the teams. The draft yeah. Order. yeah, just so I can just see. Okay. It's easy just to see the teams. Do you want me to give you mine while you think of one? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right, mine and going back to another coach here. Um, I think I might know what you're going to say. We've talked about it before, but it has been a little bit. It wasn't – it was after the draft now. All the hype is about Bryce Young, but are you in or out on Frank Reich uh, as the coach of the Panthers? Round two, second time around, Frank Reich in Carolina. Yeah, I think it'll be. In, I think it's a nice fit. I'm still sticking with that take. Um, and I think also it's pretty cool that he's going back to 
where he was drafted. So, cool. yeah, I was about to say a little full circle moment. I don't think it's all all, all things are going to end with a Super Bowl, but, but um, I think it's a cool moment, and I think it'll work out for the better part of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think he was like I don't think he was drafted there actually, but he was um like their first ever QB to start a game when they were the expansion team, which is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they use the QB. I agree with you, though. I'm also in on Frank Reich. Uh, for all the reasons you said, I think you make really good points. I love the hire. Um, I think in that division, second time around, he gets to start and grow a young quarterback from the beginning, which I think is really exciting because in Indy, he thought he was going to have Andrew Luck, and then after that, he was just throwing a bunch of random vets each year. So I think this is really exciting for him, and I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an interest. I think it's gonna be an exciting year for him. Hopefully, it works out better than the Carson Wentz and <laughs> all the other years that he had to deal with those veteran in mid quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't think they'll be too good this first year, but I think long term it will work. At least he's pretty decent. I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, I think they'll be in the mix in that division for sure. I don't think they'll be great, but they're gonna be interesting, fun watch for sure. Maybe not by Colby's AFC standards. Yeah. Well. I still, Unless Bryce Young has like a I watched like three of Desmond Ritter's games last year. So don't give me too much credit for being a football snob. They weren't well, the I mean, Desmond Ritter only had three games played. Four. So he watched all three of them. Hit four. Hit four. I didn't watch uh the one. So I was doing something that day. <laughs> all I can say is um I can easily see you turning ship and being like, oh, Bryce Young is the next best QB in the NFC. He just threw 300 yards. Well, I mean, he's only week two. Bro, but he I did. don't love Bryce. Hey, I said I would be too scared because of the size. I do think he's like a good, talented quarterback. Desmond Ritter, I think Falcons will be better than them this year, though. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun time, though. It's going to be a good division. going to be just that division is just going to be so fun is a nice way to talk yeah, about. It's a generous word. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready for mine? This is the one that I had just to poke at you. You ready? On it, yeah. Colby, are you in or out on the 49ers? Simple as that. I wanted to go more in depth, but they're just QB drama. I know you already taken mine. So that's a good one. Just in uh, or out. I mean, I don't know what constitutes being fully in or out, but the perspective of like I'll say out just because I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year one because Purdy's injury I would actually have not if it wasn't for Purdy's elbow if he was like healthy I would still be in I think because it's pretty it is pretty clear I do think it's cool to like like hey I was off Trey Lance like I was wrong about that like it is pretty clear they're like seems like Purdy's the guy whenever he comes back which is cool um but I just think um... because of the injury and I also just feel like can you really like you're not gonna have that level of dominant healthy season like they did last year? They had a few injuries, but like they were so dominant last year with that roster. It's still the second best roster in the conference after Philly, but I just think it's tough to to replicate that kind of level years in a row. So I'm actually kind of out on them. I think Philly increased the gap between the two of them for sure. Just and the quarterback difference is just massive. Well, 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 Colby. I'm glad. To see that you finally took in a little bit of a break off of that 49ers pack. <laughs> um, I'm obviously out on those 49ers. Sam Darnold right now, I think, is their week one quarterback because Trey Lance, 
How do you play Lance instead of Sam Donald? He must really be bad in practice. So it's not <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be fun times in San Francisco for the first few weeks until Brock comes back. I am out until Brock comes back. That is the take that I have written down here. Oh yeah, I um, agree. Once Brock is back, it's all the love hate poke that I get fun poking that I get to throw at Colby because I obviously think Brock Purdy is the next coming of the next, one of the top quarterbacks in our league. And Colby just thinks that Hey, if he does it two years in a row, I'll be right there with you and I'll be so happy. I do I mean, hey, I had him ranked very fair. I feel like I'm just trying to be I'm objective about Brock Purdy, even, even though I love him. But you say it's love-hate. I say it's objectivity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's love-hate because, uh, Colby, yeah. would you be there if they – if would you take a picture with a Brock Purdy statue at Iowa State? Yeah. If I went out there, I don't like – I've never even been to actually on the campus, to be honest with you. But – Oh, yeah, they don't have to be a fan. Yeah, I've been to their games when they came to West Virginia. Like, uh, if I'm ever at Iowa State, yeah, if there's a statue, he deserves a statue too. Because they've gone, their football <laughs> program has gone right back in the tank ever since he graduated. And he he had the best like three year stretch of team success like they've had maybe ever, at least definitely since I've been watching. And the 49ers about to be victims to it, just like that, just like their clones. Wow. You've seen it at the NFC Championship. They just couldn't score or do much without him. Well, yeah, because they didn't They need didn't Josh Johnson. He was the backup, and then he got hurt, and then they literally didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> mm. Should plan out better. No, they should have, yeah. I don't know how you <laughs> always have three quarterbacks. Uh, like, that is, I don't understand the thing where, like, where one of the guys will be in street clothes because of that. Like, with quarterbacks, every quarterback you have should dress. Like Exactly. You got to keep at least three because of game just in case emergencies. Uh, yeah, it's uh, always a fun thing to see and talk about those 49ers, Colby. Just like I said, the poke fun at you. They're always perplexing. They're never easy to figure out. All right. Well, I don't know, take a deep breath. It's that favorite, everyone's favorite time of uh, of the year. Here we go. It's time for the return. Of the very too soon series, and this one to cap the kick it off, too soon. AFC power rankings. Here we go, Colby. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm glad you are because at number ten we got your Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, a ten! The disrespect. They will be. Co- they will be looking outside of the playoff picture, I feel oh. like, next season. But okay. they will definitely be they'll at least be okay. a participant wow. in the in the wild card, in that week 17, 18 talk. All right. I like it. We'll see. I I think you're gonna be wrong. Do you want to com- I'll let you comment, Colby, right when we get to uh see six. That's when that, that's when the two wild card teams you'll meet. You'll meet at least two wild card teams. All right, ten. Wow. Ready, Colby. The reason why I had him at another at number ten is because I was a little bit perplexed on who I needed to put at number nine. At number nine, I still think that it's too crazy and too quiet up here in Colorado. I, for some reason, think Sean Payton and Russell Wilson won't be in the playoffs. 
but would definitely look a lot better. So I got the Broncos at number nine. Okay. I mean, I would have the Broncos probably on mine. I wouldn't have them above the Steelers. But that, I mean, that's fair. I think the Broncos could bounce, will improve. Um, like, I don't think they're going to be awful laughable again just because of Sean Payton. But I wouldn't have them above the Steelers. But okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm fine with them being on the list. They got a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Colby. That's why. That's true. <laughs> All right. Moving on. At number eight, tossing out that previous logic that I just thrown out there. We got the uh, AFC West rival who is in a lot of pressure that Colby mentioned and I do agree with. It's going to be Chargers. And I don't think they're going to live up to that pressure. Ooh, you have them eighth. Wow. This is an interesting. I have them as the last team to not make it into the playoffs. Okay. Wow. This is spicy, Jalen. Good job so far. Got me on my toes here. Thank you. Eight. Thank you because we're about to hit the number seven. And we're almost there where you can finally give out your any little quick corrections if you wanted. Number seven, we got the newly and improved New York Jets. I think that the Aaron Rodgers thing is definitely going to be good enough for them to at least contend for a playoff spot in the AFC. Um, especially when I mentioned that those teams below them, I just think that it's just more, we'll probably get more out of them, more consistent. So, depending on how long he stays on the field. And that's a terrible thing to say, but it's the Jets. Anything can happen. So He's an old man. All right, Colby, one more. You ready? Mm-hmm. And to give him my flowers, because I'm still not backing off the hype train from my favorite McDaniels coach out there. At number six, they also stayed quiet, but we're pretty active this offseason. It's going to be the Miami Dolphins. I still think somehow in some way after how I've seen Tua played, as long as he's healthy, they ball out. And that's what I'm going off of. Going off of good vibes. Really believe in the Dolphins to still play the way they played. And they added some more weapons on both sides of the ball. I, I got to go with them. I got to make sure the Dolphins are in that playoff mix. All right, Colby. Wow. Go for it. Okay. So – I mean, I like it. It's 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 creative. I like it. Um, <laughs> so I would have it ranked different. I have no problem with the Jets. That's about where I would have them. Seven is about perfect for the Jets. I have no issues with that. I like the Chargers. I still think a little bit more. I don't fully trust them, obviously, especially after this last playoff performance. But I do think Kellen Moore is a real upgrade at OC. Like, I think Kellen Moore is a pretty good offensive coordinator. So I'm excited to see that for him. I thought they had a pretty nice draft. I really like Quentin Johnson, uh, the receiver they got. I would have the Chargers higher, Pittsburgh higher. I'm personally kind of out on Miami. I don't I don't really buy Miami. One, I just don't think two will be healthy. And even if he is, like, I don't know. I could see the teams taking a step back. There's just a lot of weirdness and some noise kind of because of the Tua situation. It's a real question. I think he's going to probably be banged up. Jalen Ramsey was a nice pickup on paper, but, like, I mean, the Rams were clearly willing to move him for a reason. Um, I, yeah, I would be – I'm just not high on Miami. I would probably have Denver 10, Miami 9. Um, I like Pittsburgh, the Jets, and Chargers all more than Miami, to be honest with you right now. I'm just kind of selling my Miami stock. I don't have overall problem with the rankings other than that. I would have Miami lower, Pittsburgh higher. And the Chargers probably a little higher. 
interested to see your top five right here. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Colby, at number five, it's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a nod once again to your QB pressure rankings. At number five, my faith has been lost, and I think you've I've I've spoken about it plenty of times on this offseason. It's going to be the Bills. Ooh. I, I have lost my faith in the Bills. I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. The AFC is just going to be so scrappy. They're doing a lot of changes going on in the AFC. You still got Diggs being – Diggs is always unhappy. Yeah, but it's just so much going on, and I have so many questions about their defense still. Uh, I, they got the tight end. Cool, but – what what are you what are you gonna do to help Josh Allen in the run game? You know, at least we still have to sports in the second round. He's a dog. <laughs> Who? Who Colby? <laughs> I, no, thought, I, I, thought, I thought running backs in the I thought running backs weren't of that value for you. Osiris Torrance is a guard from Florida. Yeah. Well, you, He's look, gonna man, we, we need a running back. I need we need a running back, man. I need a I need an actual guy that can when Josh Allen needs to hand it off and take a break, he needs to be like, Oh, thank goodness, this guy can at least get me five and then maybe break away for an extra seven. That's fine. That's what we need. We didn't I, need I have no problem with Bill's only being fifth. And I hope you don't have a problem because at number four, it's gonna be the the prince of promise. <laughs> it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, I, I, it has to be the Jags right here at number four. I think they're obviously going to win the AFC South. They're going to be an easy, easy put. Put I, if they get the AFC South in the way that I think they will, and depending on their schedule this Thursday, I easily see them contending for a higher seed as well. Um, just because, just, just depending on how their division goes, you know, I think they, I think that's going to be a nice season for them. Expect good things. Um, and I'm not even going to consider anything about their draft. This is just literally off of the fact they're getting Calvin Ridley back year two with Trevor Lawrence with an actual coach that cares. It's going to be I, – I actually think there's just a lot of things in place for the Jaguars to go in a positive direction than last season. Already I, was. And they're getting Calvin Ridley, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I would have them even higher, to be honest with you. I, I totally agree. Well, well, Colby. Let's hear it. There is a team that I think deserves to still always be at number three. And the, the thing, key word, Colby, that I hope you listen to on that statement was always. So I think that's going to be really hard for me to knock them up any higher on any AFC power ranking for a while. It's going to be the Ravens. I think this is probably as high as they will get on my rankings at any point in the season. This season. obviously is probably giving them a lot of a lot of benefit of the doubt because of Odell Beckham, but I really do like picking up another young receiver with Rashad Bateman, just not even including the fact you got Odell. Let's just think of it this way. Mm -hmm. Rashad Bateman, you got a good running back core. Yeah, they're young, but they get banged up, but it's a lot. It's a very solid core. That's what the Ravens are known for. And you still got Mark Andrews coming back and you figured out your Lamar drama. So guess what? Ravens football is still going to be Ravens football. And it's a consistent thing. I think just adding the Odell factor just gives it more star power. And um, I'm buying into it. So I got him at number three. And then Colby, just because I think these last two yeah. are just, just very predictable. 
Bengals number two, Chiefs number one. Yeah. Uh, it's not that hard to debate right now. And I think the Chiefs also drafted another receiver. So every year they're going to just keep threatening us with another breakout receiver. But Bengals, honestly, if I were to give them any breakdown of why I had them below the Chiefs this year, the start the start off my way too soon brackets and power rankings. The main reason would probably be it's the Bengals. I, I I think Christian did get a little bit into my head about just the Bengals will bangle at some point. Yeah. And uh they got a little bit of, they got a little bit too much in their own heads as well. So yeah, just the way this season ended and everything, how they were trash talking, just left me a little bit concerned. Don't get this you don't really see that out of out of Kansas City besides them spiking Lombardis that they won. May I add and that so right. the reason why I respect that they won it. They're they're the winner. They have to respect the winners. And uh, Cincinnati, you never won it, man. And you're celebrating like you did and you never did. So you're number two still. You're still number two. And I I know you're not going to even listen to this, but hopefully on someone else's power rankings that are popular that you see your number two and you get more energized by it. So, Colby, besides the top two, what are your thoughts on that mid group there? Yeah, totally agree Five with everything you said about the top two, obviously. And it ultimately just comes down to they've, to me, the unquestioned two best quarterbacks at this point. Um, I don't think like any no one has a case, obviously, to be above Mahomes. And I don't think anyone else you could argue Jalen Hurts, but I don't think anyone else really has a case to be above Burrow. So totally agree with that. I'd have had Jacksonville three. I completely agree with everything you said about Jacksonville. Here's your eye on the Ravens. Um, I understand they have a good roster. This is the best receiving core Lamar's ever had. I love the Zay Flowers pick. OBJ is a nice pickup. Lamar doesn't play all the games, man, and he's not going. He's not going to play all the games, and that's going to kill him again. New OC. We'll he's see. Still. New OC. Still, he's going to be running around. I. I mean, I know he got hurt in the pocket. I just. This is happening two years in a row. He's going to be banged up, and even if he's out there, like they're good, but it does always feel like there's been kind of a ceiling with them. You could argue on paper this is their best team since they've had him, but because of the injury concerns, because of the recent history. And teams adapting to Lamar more the more they play him. Um, I think they'll be good. They'll be in the playoff mix, but I wouldn't have them that high. I still think Pittsburgh will be better than they will. I feel pretty confident in that. Somewhat confident. Interesting. Interesting. So I, I respect have... that. I respect that. I respect that, Colby. <laughs> you know, I, I respect it. Maybe um, arrogance, but I, I'm not backing down though. The Ravens still that they got. Roquan on that defense still. They still got that solid defense back there. Uh, yeah, so they do have a good defense. I can't back. I'm not backing off the Ravens football. But I'm not remember, I thought putting your Steelers honestly at number 10 was a good thing. I thought that was a good thing, man. I I, I really did. I didn't mean no offense, but I just I thought it's gonna be close, but no bananas. That's what it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, other than that, I think it's pretty solid ranking. So if I had to make mine on the fly, I would I mean I'd go. Chiefs, Bengals, Jags. Fourth, I don't know. That's tough who I would put fourth. I guess Buffalo will be fourth, but I'm also not super high. Like, I'm not as high on them. Um, I do think they've added some pieces. I would probably have – I mean, I think I would have the Chargers above the Ravens, to be honest with you. Fifth, probably Ravens, Steelers, 6-7. Jets, Dolphins, 9-10. Out of the Steelers, 6 above the Ravens. I'm. I think everyone. I don't know about okay. the rankings, man. We'll see. But yeah, I thought that was pretty good rankings. Some nice hot takes in there, but also nothing too outrageous. Cool. Nothing completely indefensible. 
So you have all these AFC hype just not even panning out. You just think anything brewing in the AFC East, you're just like, it's not happening. I mean, I think they'll be good. They'll be in the mix. All these teams are going to be pretty good because they're going to beat all the NFC teams mostly. Um, oh my! I can't wait till Thursday comes. Because I'm going to come up with some full BS storyline. Yeah, the NFC is honestly. You know we're going to start seeing those NFC is lit. Prevail. I I'm just teasing somewhat. The NFC is pretty lit. Um, this could be fun to see. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. I really don't know don't what to do. Don't be. I don't really. Um, to go, but sorry, just to go back to your point, the AFC East is fascinating because I really the whole. Buffalo, I pretty much agree with everything you said. The whole Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, like trio of them, I really don't know how I feel about it. Because I could see it going any way, really. I could see any of them coming in last if it goes horribly wrong. The Patriots, I think, I don't think they're great. I do think they're being slept on a little bit. Um, just because they have still Belichick, they have a good defense, they have a real OC now. And they they were like a game from making the playoffs last year, in spite of how ugly and goofy and bad everything was at times. So I do think people are sleeping on the Pats a little bit. I still probably wouldn't have put them in my top 10, but I, yeah, I just don't know. That's kind of my biggest takeaway. I really don't know what to do with AFC East. I'm not, don't love either of them. I would probably pick the Jets to be second today. Um, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. That's, that's what the AFC, that's what my power rankings really came down to was figuring out that AFC East debacle. Um, I don't think the Jets, even though I did say I have questions about the Bills, notice how I had questions about the Bills when we're talking about Bengals, Chiefs, and Ravens. You know, like I have my answers when it comes to those three teams, but when it comes to the Bills, I didn't have it. That's why I had them lower, even I think lower than the Jags. Yeah, I had them lower than the Jags too. So because yeah, I, I had, had all those Jags answers. Bills as well. Yeah, I had those answers with the Jags. So um, it's, uh, I still think the Bills will come out of their division and everything but i also think just i'm glad you chose the afc first of all for us to start with today for our little uh even though our way too soon i guess kickoff started yeah. last episode with the qb pressure rankings that was amazing i referenced that when i did my power rankings I like um <laughs> hey man it was good takes so we do good takes around here man we do good, Dude, takes. good stuff but, man, yeah, man. that's a good power you know, Enjoy that. Yeah, we can't be saying that. That we can't say that phrase yet, folks. Don't worry, we still got some time. But <laughs> yeah, that the EFC East is so weird, and like you said, it would be any situation that falls flat is going to be so interesting to cover. You know, whether it's going to be the Jets, way. Dolphins, or the Patriots, all three of them are going to be so interesting to watch. What whoever falls flat, and who knows, they all could just be mid. They all might just beat each other up and just be. One team coming out, you know, and just be all mid. So there's really like the whole AFC, man. There's really only a couple teams that I think are going to be like bad. The Colts are going to be bad. I think Oakland, I think Vegas, the Raiders will be bad. Um, and Houston, Tennessee are probably also not going to be very good either. Those are like the four worst teams to be. Everyone else is pretty, could be, should be pretty viable. Yeah. Let's see. If I go through my AFC West breakdown, if we're assuming Sean Payton fixes, we'll be, I think Sean Payton deserves a five-week trial with Russell Wilson before we officially give him the season grade. Uh, yeah, I think they'll be bad. I think it'll be around eight wins, probably. Yeah, I was about to say if they start off really strong, I'll easily be like, all right, yeah, they're Russ is back. Russ is probably back to 
I wouldn't say cooking, but he's at least they allowed him back in the kitchen. Yeah. So let's see. I'm trying to go through mine real quick. AFC North. It's crazy to say the only way, only one that I wanted to put on the list at number nine, Colby, was the Browns. But I knew that I, I, I just couldn't do it. I really couldn't. I just had something on my gut just told me now. Yeah. So they're the only team that I have the most questions about. It's the Browns, most likely. Yeah. No, I agree with they you. They can go either way. Kind of faith in the Browns, especially in our division. <laughs> yeah, your division's tough, but at the same time, they play you guys well these last couple of seasons because they're gonna be, they're at least invested in their defense. So. But yeah, Cole. Any uh, any uh, AFC any AFC comments you want to make before schedule release happens and I get to finally defend my NFC? Yeah, I'm excited to do the NFC Thursday. Um, not really. I mean, I think we hit most of it. I am really excited to watch. Uh, I guess my last thought will just be: I'm really excited to watch my to watch CJ Stroud and see what the Texans are looking like because there's more optimism now than they've had in some time. We all love the hiring of D'Amico Ryans. They, they're not going to be good, but they should be at least a fun, interesting kind of watch next year. And they haven't been that in a while. So that'll be fun. You think they'll be the real trap game, Houston, that we used to see the trap game, Texans? Yeah, I think they'll get – I think they'll win like probably six games. I think they get six, maybe seven if Stroud's like a baller. Um, I think they'll be about six wins, though. They'll be scrappy. They'll definitely improve. We got also- I hope they improve. I hope they improve for the sake <laughs> of uh... – the Davis Mills bandwagon gravesite. Its yeah. spirit must at least be happy. Davis Mills gravesite. And I can't wait for us to find that. Should be our next. That has to be one of our next mysteries, man. Is figure out what bandwagon we officially getting on. I know you're kicking up the tires. You're building the tires and the wagon up for Ritter. I think it was. Yeah, that's how we were locked in on the Ritter wagon. I already filled it up with gas. Well, Colby, hold hold on. You, you yeah. may have built this car. But just like in that SpongeBob episode, I might need you to build it back down. So and build it back, build me a rocket ship. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I I, I like Desmond Ritter. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason why that Arthur Smith question was there. And I even mentioned uh, the passing game is a little sus, I guess you say. But you know what isn't, Colby? Our final thoughts. Yeah, man. What do you got today brewing up for your final thoughts, man? Final thoughts. Um, you know, all over the place, really very excited for this NFL season, obviously in the off season. Um, I'll go back to basketball. We're very much like the parody with the league is real this year because we're very much, we, if the Knicks had, they been able to win this game, they could still, but it's unlikely. Um, it'd be two, two, the Warriors could win tonight. And I thought there's a real possibility. All the series could be two, two going into tonight. Every team and I think this is the first time in the second round, six of the eight teams I can absolutely see winning the title. No problem. I don't think either of these teams could win it. Maybe you could say Miami could too. I doubt it. The Knicks definitely can't because they're not going to win this series. But <laughs> every other team I can yeah. really see winning it, which is crazy because most years you cannot say that with how many teams there are. So that's kind of my final thought. I know it's not super original with how this year's been, but it is just kind of wild to see. You know, Colby, it's all right. I thought that was a very good final thought, man. My final thought. Oh, oh man. How about them? Them uh how about them O's? Uh Ooh, they are still, nice. Still uh still keeping things interesting. Still uh 
on many teams top of the uh, top, many teams top three, you know, okay. in the league. That's it's fun to watch. I appreciate Jorge Mateo. Me and Christian, we had a whole f- like five, ten minute rant on the O's during the draft. Sorry, Colby, but um, okay. <laughs> I always got I always got shed my light on him. Fun team to watch. They've been playing the Rays. I think we, uh, even though I think we did not come out too strong today against the Rays, but we did at least sneak a game against the Braves, which means a lot when you're an O's fan. I think I, I think that means a lot sneaking a game against a good team like the Braves, especially when you're young. You know what? Yeah, we didn't come up too big against the Rays today, but we get to play them multiple times because we're AL East rivals. So the series has just begun. I expect it to be better these next couple of days. But Colby today was some good stuff man very very good stuff thank you for listening to the cjjc show whenever you want more biased takes go on over to our social media pages spotify or wherever you can probably find a podcast if we have it up and if we do thank you for following us on social media and then besides that have a good one y'all